In Psalms 150 study, in the Enduring Commentary, it states, Let's be done with worship that is always weak and unexciting. If you cannot sing loudly and make loud music to praise the God who has redeemed you in Jesus Christ and is preparing you for heaven, perhaps it is because you do not really know God or the gospel at all. If you do know him, hallelujah. Well, that is a strong opinion and strong commentary (laughs) about how we praise, when we praise. And also, maybe it gives us a better understanding of praise being our weapon. Let's dive into praise being our weapon. Praise is my weapon. Welcome to episode eight of Conquering Me podcast. Today we are talking about praise is my weapon. Now here's the thing. I have heard this so much within church. We've heard it in songs. We just heard it period that praise is my weapon. And truthfully, for a long time, I would just repeat what other people would say to me about praise as a weapon. And truthfully, it just sounded good. Like praise is my weapon. Praise is what I do. Even when I'm going through, I give my praise to you. That's a lyric from a song. And right now it's slipping me from who is the author of the song. But I wanted to take time to really kind of break down what, how praise is our weapon. It is something that we can use in spiritual warfare. And what happens to us on a spiritual level when we take time to praise God. Um, first, let's start off with some good study tra- chapters. So if you really want to know a good book about praise and the woes of life, start with the book of Psalms. I know it's a lot of chapters within the book of Psalms, but the book of Psalms is really, really good in order for you to understand praise, I feel, from a human level. David, um, the author of the book of Psalms, he had a lot of woes and a lot of trials and he made a lot of mistakes, but he was very, very victorious. He was a king. He was a psalm, psalmist. He was a singer. He was a um, musician. He was a lot of great things, right? But I love how he was human. So, and human in the aspect of he was flawed, like all of us, we are flawed. So in the book of Psalms, that is a great place to start for studying praise. And two chapters that we will be focusing on is uh, Psalms 149 and 150. And in these, it talks about giving God thanks and giving God praise and praise him with certain sounds, praise him with instruments, praise him with your voice and your dance and praise him coming into into Thanksgiving, praise him all of these wonderful ways and how and when to praise and what happens when we praise God together collectively as a whole. Now, I want to put this little pinpoint in. I don't want us to keep reserving our praise for when we get to church or when when we are at small groups or with your prayer partner or whatever. Praise should be a lifestyle. 
in order for your weapon, your praise to be a weapon, it really does need to be a lifestyle. And what I mean by that is this, my praise should be used in all circumstances. So that means from the good to the bad to the indifferent, right? Sometimes I have seen people use praise as a weapon when things are just going, going, going so bad. And I understand that and I think it's a wonderful way. But what if we are constantly sharpening our praise and giving God thanks of when everything is going perfectly? What about what praise is and what praise does? Now let's start with praise is. Praise is literally having a heart of thanksgiving a position and a heart of reverence towards God. Praise is literally giving him all the glory back to him, right? I am thanking God for who he is. How about the very breath of God? Uh, In one of the previous episodes, we had a meditative prayer on focusing on the breath of God. The way, the only reason why we are living today is because God created us by literally breathing his very presence, his essence into dust. So the breath that we breathe, it comes from God. So I am even saying to God, I give the breath that you have given me back to you. I am saying, God, thank you for the breath. Thank you for the limbs and the movement of my limbs and the thoughts that I have and the mind that I have and um, just just how you have loved me. Thank you for just being such a gracious God and giving us thanks and giving us the ability to move, the ability to create, the ability to think, the ability to love, right? This is having a mindset of, Gratitude. That's what praise is. Praise and thanksgiving. Praise is I am formulating my, the thoughts in my mind and the thoughts in my heart, and I'm giving life to it by speaking words to it. And so when we speak life to what is happening, the Bible says, whatever man thinketh, so is he. So I'm always, if I'm always saying, God, I honor you and I thank you for being my loving father, my friend, my protector, all of these things, right? We can go through a list of who God is. What's interesting is how it begins to make the current issues and the woes of life seem smaller than what it is. And it helps us to refocus on God. One of the ways that the enemy keeps us bound in cycles is by allowing us and making us to focus on the same issues, right? And whatever that may be in your life, you may say, oh, the world is, will always get worse. The world will always have racism and the world will always have sexism. The world, and all these things are true. Here's the thing. As long as there's humans walking this earth and we are flawed, there will always be some mess, right? But what the enemy does, he keeps us, if we do not have a mindset and a lifestyle of praise, what are some of the things of God? Some of the things of God, we can start with Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which talks about the fruit of the spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
against such things there there is no law so let's focus on what i just mentioned in galatians 5 and 22 and 23 so the things of god first of all is fruitful anything that god has produced in your life that has bared good fruit you know that it is good fruit i want you to think on those things i want you to write it down meditate on it let let your heart and your mind and your eyes see it and say this is good this is what god wanted for me for my family for my uh, for my children's 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 or maybe this was something that was passed down to me maybe you have an ability to love people in spite of their flaws and i'm gonna be straight up with you that right there is a gift because there's some people who only want to see the negative of folks. But maybe something that God has given you is a gift to see a, the goodness of people. That is a gift. So I want you to think about what are the fruitful things in your life and begin to give God praise. Praise changes your atmosphere. Change, praise changes your perspective. And if we go further within Galatians 5 and 22, it says, be the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, good, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is the character of the fruit of the spirit. And the fruit of spirit is who what we're talking about is God. So I, I want us to remember how praise is our weapon, right? We talked about what praise is. Praise is constantly giving God honor and reverence for who he is and what he has done. Even the very breath that we breathe and limbs of our bodies and, and how we can move, maybe blink. Let's just, let's not even take things. This is the thing I want us to think about. Sometimes we move in life and we forget to take a minute to reflect on the very things that God has given us the ability over, Right. Maybe God has given you a mind to see things differently. You're very creative or you have order. You have all of these very wonderful qualities about yourself. These things stem from God. We cannot limit God to what we know him as. Let's remember there is a level of discovery in God. The Bible talks about he will reveal the very depths of him. There is more to God than what we already know. So let's remember that. So when we give God praise, I am praising him for what I know of him and what I have to discover. And that's for me. I get excited about that because I'm like, there's so much in God that I need to learn and discover. And I know he's going to reveal and it's going to shake my core. It's going to shake my foundation. It's going to blow my mind. It's probably going to rip off traditional ways, which I hope it does. It's so much stuff that I know God will reveal and his revelation is life changing. I praise God for future encounters. This is me putting my praise of what I know and what I expect from God, which now I'm saying put my praise and my faith together, right? But when we put our praise out there, in the atmosphere, however you do it. And I want to go back to that commentary that I read before when he was talking about the volume, basically the volume of the praise. And I understand that in church, depends on what type of church you go to. If you're in a more charismatic church, um, 
they really believe in the sound of praise. And in Psalms, specifically in Psalms 149 and 150, and I know there's other chapters that speak about the sound of praise, a lot of times we emphasize the volume. But I want to emphasize and place our perspective on our heart. For some person, a, a step of faith could be the fact that they're now raising their hands, right? So this helps us not to look at other people and say they ain't praising God because they're not loud. They're not praising God because they're not shouting or they don't believe in God or believe in his goodness and believe in how amazing God is because they're not running around the church, right? Now, where I want you to judge, where really for you to reflect your heart and allow the Holy Ghost to come in is when you are having a moment of praise, let it be at home or in church, small groups, wherever, wherever you gather together and you feel something pulling on you, that feel is the Holy Spirit pulling on you to do something different out of your norm with the praise. Maybe this is the first time you say hallelujah out loud. It may not be a scream, but it's just you saying hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. And then you decide not to do it because out of your comfort zone, then I would say, now, wait a minute. Remember, praise is our weapon. So it does not matter if the sound is big or small, it is still a weapon. I want you to resist the devil and use your weapon. Because when you feel the Holy Spirit tug on you to do something different within your praise, or maybe now you're starting to thank him differently for something that has maybe been troubling you. This is God establishing a new level of power that has always resided in you through Christ Jesus. But now you are sharpening your tool to use this differently. Praise is a weapon because it begins to expand. But here's the truth of it. Before the praise defeats the enemy, because it already has defeated because of Christ, it has to start within you. So praise is a beautiful thing that sharpens you and expands you, but also begins to cut off fleshly ways so that you may honor and glorify your father, which is in heaven. So, I want us to think about the moments when we had to praise God and we felt like this praise was different. This was a different type of praise, right? I chose to say thank you for this. Um, I'm going to use this. It's a very lighthearted, but it's funny. And I know my husband would not mind. You know, I love my husband. He's the love of my life. I'm grateful for him. Um, but my honey likes to leave stuff around. And I like things to be in order. I am, everything has a place. And I remember at one point in our marriage, we're married now for 16 years. And I used to say to myself, like, this man can never put his shoes up, his socks up. And I'm like, honey, please close, close the cabin doors. Please this, da 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 All these things, right? And so I'm sitting here thinking, like, girl, it was like the Holy Ghost really had to tell me, girl, you really about to get frustrated over these small, minute things, instead of give God praise over this wonderful, supporting, loving man that God has given you. So this is what I had to start doing, and hopefully this helps somebody. As I picked up after him, now my honey has gotten better over the years, and I'm going to give him that credit. He has gotten so much better with tidying after himself, right? But even when I put up his shoes or put his socks in the, laundry basket or whatever it is, 
I literally just say, God, I thank you for this husband that you have given me. I praise you because you gave me a husband that will love me, that I needed. Because, God, I didn't know what I was going to be 10 years from now, 16, 20, 30, 40 years from now. But you gave me someone. And what happened is the more and more I did that, it began to shaping and put this minute issue. And that's literally what it was, a minute thing in its place. Praise is a weapon that changes your perspective and it places things in its right perspective. It allows you to focus on God and what he has done for you, what he has given you and what you expect from him in faith and hope and glory, right? Let's just not use praise on a Sunday service. Let's use praise in our prayer time and our worship time and the way that we view our loved ones, even though the way that we view ourselves. Say, God, I thank you for giving me this mind that I that you have graced me with. God, I thank you for allowing me to be a worshiper. God, I thank you. And, and I know some people will say, well, this is different. You know, I don't want the praise to be about me. No, the praise is not about you. The praise is, I want us to think about this. Imagine that you are sending up the praise to God about how he has created you. So I'm still giving him praise to the creator about the creation, which is yourself. It is not you giving yourself the glory. It is you giving God the glory for the very essence of you. Because the very essence of you comes from God. What I love about God, God responds to himself. Let's think about it. Let's think about it on, on a very, very simple level, right? You know, some people say, well, you know, that person likes their eagle to be stroked or whatever the case is. If you feed that person praise and goodness about how amazing they are and how loving they are, it excites them. So now let's take the negative connotation and place it in the beautiful thought of to God. When I keep saying to my loving father, I am grateful for you. How about this? Even where there is lack in your life, you say, God, I am grateful for this. I am grateful that you have given me the ability to expand on what you have already provided me with. I am grateful because it is always saying, God, I am believing that you are bigger. What's happening is your spirit man is interceding. And this is really Jesus Christ is really interceding for you on your behalf because sometimes we really don't know how to articulate what is happening within our spirit. We don't know how to articulate what is really in our, our minds and our hearts and maybe to really articulate the atmosphere. In our environments. So sometimes it is just what I love about the spirit. The spirit knows how to fill in the blanks. So even if I say for a troubled marriage, and this is for anyone who's had a troubled marriage or, or um, is going through something, you say, God, I thank you for my spouse. I thank you for how loving they are. I thank you because, and think of the good things. Remember, we just talked about the fruit of the spirit is the good, the goodness. How do I switch my atmosphere? is to think of the goodness of God. If you feel like you have lack in your life, 
And if you know that God is requiring more or there's more for you, and I don't want anyone to feel bad that they are desiring more from God or more things or whatever. Now, first, let's make sure that your heart is in the right place, that what you are desiring is really to glorify God and to bring people into the kingdom. But if you really are saying, God, I know that there's more, I want you to think about this scripture. Deuteronomy 8 and 18 says, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Now, I want us to think broader wealth than just finances. What if the wealth is the spiritual understanding that you will pass on to others? What if wealth is God has given you ability to teach and educate others? What is wealth is the ability to really feed and give unto other people? But he has given you the ability to produce. So it's just like how the woman who was ready to die with her son and the prophet Elijah said, well, before you do that, you come fix me this. Come fix me. Use your last little bit because she was in lack. Sis was ready to make her last bit of food and die her and her son. She was like, oh, I know we about to die. But God sent a prophet to say, no, there is more. So now let's go a little bit deeper. Our praise has to be more than a lip service. Our praise has to align with our actions. If I am praising God for how amazing he is, that means my language will begin to speak that. Now it begins to change my very atmosphere. Once again, we are still on praise is my weapon. We have to understand that the enemy is already defeated. But what he tries to do is to make it seem like he is not defeated. How was he defeated? Because Christ did that. Christ already did that. The, let, me, let me help you out. Christ did that. When he died, when he got up, with all power, everything is subject to Christ. Every knee must bow to Christ. The enemy cannot go further than what God allows. This is why there is no weapon formed against you shall proper because prosper because God already did that. It's already done. But what the enemy does is try to make us feel like the weapon is going to consume us. This is why praise is our weapon. It is our weapon to break down the walls of guilt and shame. It is our weapon to also build up walls of love and protection. The praise, the weapon is for you in your walk with God. It is for you to be conquerors. We, last week, the Lord had me to pray a prayer of victory. One of the biggest weapons that we have in our victorious life is to have a, a mindset and a language of praise. And now that I am speaking praise and I'm living in praise, now that my actions reflect that, how does your actions reflect that? How you treat people, how you treat yourself. How about this? The things that God has called you to do, you move in it. You don't move with hesitation. You do not move slowly, but you move already with a victorious mindset. You move saying, God, I thank you for giving this to me. This idea, this thought, this ability to forgive, this ability to extend grace. God, I thank you. 
Once again, this is praise being our weapon. This is how we combat insecurity. This is how we push back doubt. This is how we tell the enemy to get behind us. This is how we flee. Because here's the thing, and I've dealt with this. Before starting this podcast, the Lord was dealing with me about it. And I was praying and praying and praying and say, okay, God, in your timing, I will do so. The name of it is in your will because this has to be about you. Because at the end of the day, I'm just a mouthpiece. That's all I think. I look at myself. I'm a vessel. I have no heaven or hell to put anyone in. I did not die for anyone. Now, I can pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ. I can give you uh, maybe revelation that God has given me. But all of this comes back to God. I understand that this is a grace walk. God has graced me to even be talking at this very moment. But insecurity has really been an issue for me for so long. So one of the ways for me to tell insecurity to get away from me is I just said, I didn't sit here. I want to make this clear. I didn't sit here and have no 20 minute prayer binding the enemy about insecurity. I said, God, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for choosing me. I thank you for building me up in your spirit. I thank you because you are so God. God, nothing you do is a mistake. So even what you've called me to do, this is not a mistake. Even if I feel like I may stumble or fall, your grace is bigger than any mistake that I may make. I switched my mind and my language and my heart to focus on the almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing, loving Savior, our perfect Father. That's what I did. So because I switched my mind, my heart, and I let my language align with praise, my feet and my actions followed it. Faith without works is dead. I want us to, I want to make it clear. Your faith fuels your work. But let your praise build your faith. Maybe some of us are lacking in our faith because our praise is not used often to tear down walls that have kept us hidden in darkness for for so long. And let your praise build up the spirit of joy, build up the spirit of peace, build up. Remember, this is a process. The Bible says we go from faith to faith, glory to glory. We are always learning and growing and beginning better in Christ. And this is Peter when he was in prison. And how praise in all of these scenarios from the children of, Jer- uh, the children of Israel and Peter in prison. Praise literally changed the physical atmosphere, which caused other people to submit to God. It freed the very person who was praying and singing hymns to God. But it also caused for those who were watching to submit their lives to God and do things for the will of God. Your praise not only changes you, but it changes your atmosphere and those around you. I pray that you have received something today. I pray that you really do go in there and study those uh, chapters that I have given you. You know, is is way too a lot of this. There's a lot of scriptures on praise, and we'll be here all day talking about praise. And we'll have more more episodes and more podcasts about praise and the beauty of praise and what it really does. Because I'm personally just on a journey to understand a deeper under uh, understanding 
of what is happening in the spiritual realm when we pray and when we praise, how it commands our angels, how God reacts to it, and how it causes for spirits to come off of us so that we can live a true victorious life. This prayer is for anyone that needs to know Christ. You're like, I am bound. I don't know what to do. Now, here's the thing I want to give you hope in. And I believe it's in Psalms 140. It talks about, let all things that have breath praise the Lord. If you have breath in your body, you can praise God. It's just giving God thanks. So right now, I want you to give God thanks for who he is. Even if you're like, God, I really don't know him. How about we start here? God, thank you for waking me up. Thank you for sending this podcast my way. I thank you for the good moments in my life. And God, I thank you for giving me understanding for the not so good moments in my life. Those bad moments, those trials and the the issues that I've been through and the trauma that one day I will be free from it. And I will have understanding on why it happened, God. God, I ask that you come into my life right now. I believe that you are my Lord, that you are our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I ask that you forgive me of my sins so that I may be saved. If you have given your life, the sins over to God and said, Lord, I believe and I receive you, you are now saved. And this last prayer is for those who know praise, but maybe their praise has been a little routine. The only time when you can praise God is when a certain song comes on or you hear a certain scripture or you think only of the of a good thing or maybe where he has come uh, brought you from. I want that to be your starting point, not to be your only point. And God, I thank you for expanding all of us. The thought of praise, the understanding of praise and even how we praise. We praise you even when we're cleaning our house. We praise you when we're taking care of our families. We praise you on our way to the jobs. Maybe the jobs that we really don't care for, but we stay in a position and a mindset of thankfulness and praise that you have given us the ability for what we have now and even given us the ability to expand on what we have, expand on the knowledge and wisdom because you say in your word that those who ask for wisdom, you will give it to them liberally, God. And so we thank you for that. You are a God that does not withhold from us. You are constantly given because you are constantly giving over to us. We are always going to give praise back to you. We love you. We honor you and adore you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I love you all. Have an amazing week and speak to you next Friday.